The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, fine people out there, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm Joel Mahalik, and sitting across the booth from me is... The lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. How lovely you look. Yes, I look a bit (laughs) more sparkly. Yeah, you do look more sparkly. The lovely Sharon got her new wedding set for our... It's not even our big anniversary this year. It's 24. 24, yeah. Yeah. 24 years. Yeah. But 25 together, so. Holy moly. There it is. So she got a new set, and it is very sparkly. And very beautiful. And you're not even a vampire, and you're sparkling. I know. So. That's cool. <laughs> it looked really good on you. Welcome to the pro- the program. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, in your opinion, we have a good show for you tonight. If you want to reach out to the show and contact us or have fun or subscribe, do so by visiting www.jmtalk.net. You can subscribe from there, listen to the podcast, get the uh, get the links to the social media. Obviously, on social media, you can stop by and see us at TikTok and Twitter. No, TikTok and Facebook. I'm sorry, <laughs> the sh- the shine from your glitter of your new set was blinding me. Was it? TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter. At JM Talk Radio. Also, go. email the program at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So, there are the various ways to get a hold of us and subscribe to the podcast. Why not? You never miss an episode when you subscribe. I know. And what uh, the other reason that they shouldn't is because you and I are awesome. That's right. We are awesome. We're awesome. We are separately awesome. and together. That's right. But more so together. That's right. You're- you choke me all up over here. <laughs> um, okay, so I did what you said last week and started writing things down yeah. in a notepad that we encounter. Because yeah. if you're new to the show, we we just take a light look at everything. Yeah. We like to keep everything as light as possible. Now, in the third segment, you might learn some things, you know, uh, because I'm by myself and I have to talk to the walls and... Uh, so, so sometimes the, the teaching moment comes out and we talk about maybe some more serious things, but not the lovely Sharon and I. We try to make light of everything uh, or get really mad about things that you should be mad about. Right. For instance... And we're voicing, we're putting a voice to your anger. That's right. That's exactly right. So for instance, when you pull into, when you pull into one of your favorite stores... And you go for the handicap spot, and there's somebody in there, suspiciously uh, backed in. It was a Wawa. Suspiciously yeah. backed into the handicap right. spot, and what we found out is... They weren't handicapped. They were not handicapped. That is a big no-no. Oh, my gosh. I mean... I was so mad. I, for, they I mean, had my spot. I know. People that do that, there's really only one descriptive word for them. Jackass! <laughs> <laughs> And that's the truth. 
jackass. <laughs> Is your Tourette starting up again? No, 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 no. I know. I was thinking because you and I we like we like movie lines, and I was yes. thinking from uh, the the Adam Sandler movie uh, with the um, Happy Gilmore. Yes. The guy that kept trying to make you miss something, jackass. <laughs> right. <laughs> the little guy with the hat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, you know the handicap spots. Uh, and you know, and, and they've expanded on this. It's, it's, there was always handicap spots, and now, my goodness, there you know, there's spots you can't park into because it's reserved for law enforcement, curbside pickup customers, our veterans, our disabled veterans. Right. You know, exactly. And the the list goes on, <clears throat> and I imagine that somebody like this that does this, right, probably is somebody who's getting tired of seeing spots being reserved for people other than them. <laughs> well, then they should go out and do something more meaningful. So, therefore, they will have a spot reserved for them. Or they can they can request the reserved spots and say, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it would be like a red and white tag, but they do have handicap tags that are red and white. Mm. I don't know why. Oh, I blue, do. You do know wrong? Yes. Oh. Um, the blue handicap tags are for three years. The red handicap tags are temporary handicap. Like, say, um, God forbid you broke your leg and you're on crutches. Oh, okay. Now, you're only going to have that disability temporarily. Right. So that's why there's the red. The red is temporary. The blue is permanent. See, and I thought... Excuse me. I thought we had to wait to the third segment to get some learning in, but you no, just you, no. ju- you just learned yes. me something. And you just learned something. You, I just you just learned me something new. Yes, I learned you something new. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, but yeah, so we encountered this, and it does make us upset. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. Just be a good person. I, yeah, you know what I mean. I, mean, um, I could use the walk for, from a further spot, but. I'm handicapped. Therefore, that's why I need the spot. So you don't mind the walk? So next time I can park a mile out and we'll yeah, get some steps in? That's like 5,000 I mean, steps right there. Right. <laughs> and the fact that you know that that's how well, many Well, it'll be like 10,000 because, because I'll be doing half time because I'll be carrying you along. You're yeah, dragging right. you along. I'm dragging me. Yeah. By the head of hair. I don't, know, I don't know how many steps that would actually account <laughs> for. I don't know how the math works out on that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, and, and I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I'm always going to say this. It takes so little energy to be a nice person, to be a good person. And... Right. I I I feel in like inherently everybody's a good person. I like to think that way, and right. I, I know that's probably not a fact, but I like to think that way. Right. Um, and it takes so much more energy to be a nasty person, to be a bad person. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? And it took them even more time because they backed into it, hoping that nobody would notice. Right. You know, we're used to people backing in because they're hiding something about their tags. They're expired. Right. In this case, they were backing in so nobody would right off the bat notice right. it's not handicapped tags. They, We have a placard in my vehicle for you. So we have one of those blue and white placards. Right. And my my vehicle has handicapped tags. Yeah. So we're covered on both vehicles no matter which one you're in. Correct. So... Um, this person clearly just cheating the system to get the spot because you would have right. had one or the other. Right. 
So, yeah. So, uh, person, if you're listening out there, you need to be a better person and not bark in the handicap. Right. So, in financial news, <laughs> um, I was just putting ice in my mouth. I I tweet around with talking about this. And I do because I find it interesting and I wouldn't even mind if somebody emailed us or sent in something that gives some sort of explanation to why this happened because so leading up to us getting this castle of ours, I mean, it's our castle, that's why we call it castle. We don't actually live in a castle, but right. we did a lot of work on, we did a lot of work on our credit and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of work. And we learned things about credit as we were working on repairing our credit. Right. And uh, so we learned what moves we had to make, and we developed rhythms that we didn't that we hoped would work that did. Right. Uh, payment rhythms and things like that. So we learned things along the way. But what we found interesting was is we paid off a particular um, loan that was close to being paid off. So we paid it off uh, because we had the means, right? And it was almost it was it was like a few months out, right? I lost. And I don't know if you checked your uh, yours because the loan yeah, was tied to both of us. I lost nine points. Why? And when for for paying that off, literally, oh yes, literally, you, you, you can saying, look at okay. your you can look at your credit report, and it will say, <clears throat> see what's effect, what affected this drop. Right. Right. And when you when you look at that, it says that this loan, yeah, that this loan was paid yeah. off, right? And it said so that you no it is owe money. right. So that is apparently derogatory, as it right because you're not. How do they explain it? Basically, you're not taking it to term, so it does not show the same level of responsibility if we just kept dragging the payments out. Right. And that's... Uh, what's that word? Um, it's stupid. It's silly. Crazy. It's moronic. Me. <laughs> stupid. Right. I mean, I want to know who the jackass was that <laughs> thought of that idea. Oh, goodness. Um... But I lost nine points, and we've done a lot of work. I mean, it didn't cripple me. I mean, you know. Uh, no. But nine points for paying off a debt? Yeah. A debt that was in excellent standing. Exactly. Never a late payment. Right. Excellent standing. Had the opportunity. Here's the last chunk. Right. See you later. Bye. Right. And it was only a couple months out. Yes, and it's not like you did. Can you imagine it if two I, years out? Right? Can you imagine how many points I would have lost for that? How dare you right? pull that out from under yourself? How dare you make a positive move? Exactly. To make your day to day life, right, week to week life, better for yep. you and your family. How dare you, <laughs> you jackass! And so I, <laughs> so I made a move that I that we that we agreed upon. Yeah. I was comfortable with it, and we got crapped on. You know, we got crapped on for doing it, and it's crazy. It makes you wonder. Yeah. Because as it is, folks, I, I, as it is, here's how I feel about credit files. As it is, your social security number was assigned to you for working purposes, and now it's everything. It's tied to your credit. 
and your credit is everything. You can't buy car insurance if you don't have good credit. Right. Which is crazy to me. You can't get a place to live if you don't have good credit. Right. So, um, where was I going with that? Oh, so you can't do, it, 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 it has become, the social security number and your credit file has become the marker for everything right. that you do. Um, I have, <clears throat> we have um, several checking accounts, uh, several savings accounts. And then when I try to, uh, with a bank where we have savings, check, savings uh, now checking and multiple credit lines with, ask them for a checking account. No, sorry, your credit's not good enough. I, I just bought a house. I just <laughs> I just bought a mortgage. Right. <laughs> but my credit's not good enough. For the bank. For the checking account. Where we have impeccable history with our credit cards there. Yeah, yeah. Our savings accounts there. You know, yeah. uh, I, so I just don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I understand that you want to show responsibility. But... That shouldn't have to be... This is the front door, right? You got it too? Yeah. Uh, you want to show responsibility, but they've taken it too far with the social security number. Yeah. And because they've done that, because they've done that, I sort of... Whoever whoever imagined that idea and made that happen, where your social security number just became so much more in your life, I blame them for what we now have, which is identity theft. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Rampant. Definitely. You know, because of design, right? Because the social security number is everything, right? People die, and hackers take their credit, their social security numbers, and they develop credit files on dead people. Yeah, and they go spend all this money. It's it's a sad state of affairs, right? Um, I mean, I know I got off on a I got off on a tangent, but it was the same subject tangent. But the bottom line is, we I, I lost nine points. I don't know if what you lost. I don't know if you look at. I look at I, mine every week for those kinds of calculations. That's what I do, but I was not on that loan. You so, were. No. Yes. Yes, it was joint. It affected both of us. It was joint. Because I just I just looked at it and mine. Well, there might have been other reasons. Was Yours wasn't. I don't know. You, mine went up nine points. Well, <laughs> I took my nine points and gave them to you. Wow. Wow. Right. Hey, better me than you. <laughs> right. And like on the registration for your van, my name's first. So guess who gets the tickets when you run red, run red lights? I get the tickets. <laughs> With these auto camera things. Yes. I know. But has it ever happened to anybody out there? I would be interested to know, or maybe someone out there in the financial world right. is listening to the podcast and like, hey, these two Can are awesome. Let us know why. I really like this podcast. These two are awesome. This is enjoyable, entertaining. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my knowledge about credit right. with them. Maybe there's someone having that conversation in their head right now as they listen to the right. podcast. Oh, yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. It's a possibility. It's more like a probability instead of a possibility. Don't listen. Don't don't start mathematics with me. All right. Accounting, yes. Algebra, get out of here. And everything above algebra, because algebra was like the start. I know. Ninth grade, tenth grade algebra two. Okay. All right. Blah blah blah. Geometry, physics, calculus. Blah 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 blah. Blah blah blah. That came statistics. last. Statistics. I had to take statistics in college. It was terrible. 
Do you remember that? It was I do. terrible. I do. Because I remember doing it for you. No, you didn't. Like, you're some amazing statistician. I'm not, but I do recall someone, you, paying your daughter to do your work. No, I didn't pay her. (gasps) We let her live with us. Come on. I'm telling you right now, I didn't pay her. I remember money exchanging hands. (laughs) There was money exchanging hands every week. (laughs) (laughs) Had nothing to do with statistics or algebra. No. Yeah, but you did. I did get I did get assistance. Yes, uh, our assistance. Da- our daughter is extremely bright when it comes to all types of math. Right. So she did help me get through the struggles of algebra because yes. it, in high school I went to my guidance counselor and walked away from algebra, but it came back tenfold in college and said, "Oh, well, you need to have this." Right. Because <laughs> you you certainly couldn't test out of it. No. Because Renee wasn't available that day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I did test out of the college. Uh, what, do they, what do they call that? It's been so long. What do they call that? Whether you have to go in and take that test, you can take. You can go in and take an aptitude test. Is that it? Yeah. And then you don't have to take the entrance exam. So I did test right. out of that whole mess. Right, but it didn't get you out of math. Well, the math on that aptitude test was fairly easy. Oh. Okay, it wasn't one X over pi. Carry the, <laughs> carry the sausage and sprinkle rice all over it. Equals end of the ninth power. It wasn't anything like that. Okay. <laughs> that was the problem. And whoever, cra- whoever created that, jackass. <laughs> Tell me the last time you used algebra in your life. I use it whenever I cook. <laughs> <laughs> he just banged his glasses. I just smashed my face into the microphone. It's, it might, it, that might be an indicator that it's a little too close to the face. Okay, but that is true. I do use it when I cook. One cup, two cup, three tablespoons, four. No. What about a quarter teaspoon plus a, a third of a teaspoon equals... It doesn't matter to me because I'll take the quarter teaspoon and the third teaspoon and fill them both up with vanilla. But it asks for shortening, <sighs> not vanilla. Anyway. <laughs> We'll figure out the recipe while while we take this quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about VHS tape. Yay! I like VHS tapes. And uh, we're going to talk about a TV show, and we have a wombat of the week. Cool. We have the million dollar wombat of the what? week on this podcast. Wow! So don't go anyway. Go don't go. I'm like Biden tonight, right? Anyway. We'll be right back after this, folks. <laughs> this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 
484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the program, folks. The Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. The lovely. The lovely. Sparkly Sharon. I am sparkly. Yay. (laughs) Why do we do the ring thing? Because we're coming up on our 24th anniversary. Yes. So, just so everybody knows, so the gifts come pouring in. I know, right? That'd be (laughs) awesome. All right, so that's it for the notepad. We covered everything in the notepad. a new silver server. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so okay so i said we're gonna talk about vhs tape so this lady from oklahoma former oklahoma resident so she's from oklahoma she's facing a felony embezzlement charge what yeah In- why interesting how we were just talking about credit listen yeah to, listen to this so um Online documentation shows Karen McBride is a wanted woman for never returning Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS in 1999. Are you kidding me? Right, and I'm, now I'm starting to get concerned about that five cents I owed to the library I never paid. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she says she first learned about the charge when she was trying to change her name on her license after getting married in Texas. Uh, you know how license changes go. Yeah. You know, like in this state, for example, that was a nightmare. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, she says she went to change her driver's license and, you know, you have to make an appointment because of COVID. Yeah. So she did. She sent an email and they sent an email and they told her that she had an issue in Oklahoma and that this was the reference number and she had to call them and straighten that out beforehand. Sound familiar? Yeah. Um, so she said the number was to the Cleveland County District Attorney's Office. Uh, where a woman there told her about the char- charges filed against her for felony embezzlement. Those two words are on the charge. Oh, my God. Uh, she said it was over VH tape that I ha- and, and I had to make a, uh, I had to make her repeat it because she said, I thought, this is insane. Right. And she said, you're kidding me, right? I think it's insane. So apparently, McBride was charged with felony embezzlement of rented property in March of the year 2000. That was 21 years ago. Um, so, so she goes on to say that she was living with a guy at the time, a roommate. He was like 20. He probably did it, which doesn't really matter. Okay. So the problem, the problem here is, it was rented at Movie Place, which has since closed down in 2008. Movie Place closed down. Right. And she said that the court records show that the business closed in 2008. And so she goes to change her license, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is where things, this is where we were talking earlier. This is where your social security number and things follow you for like the wrong reasons. Listen, I'm, oh, not, sure. I'm not saying, like if you're, a, if you're a murderer and you're going to buy a car or something, I'm, I'm happy they find you and take you off the streets. <laughs> I've, I've always said that about yeah. gun, gun laws, gun yeah. control. All these different things that have to do with the law. If you have nothing to worry about, then what is your problem right. with the, the law of the land? You know what I mean? Exactly. But she she could not change her license. How many years later? 99, 09, 19. So 22 years later, she can't change her license. Just like you were having a problem getting 
a yeah. new license, a yeah. second renewal. Yeah, it was a second renewal. In this state. In this state. For something that happened 30 years ago in another in, state. Yeah. It was a parking ticket. Yeah. And it's like, dude, first you exchanged my license, then I, I renewed it, and here I am renewing it again. You, it took, you didn't know about this 20 the, years ago? The weird thing is, when I called the other state, they knew nothing about it, right? Well, they had just discharged it, so it it, it was no longer a thing. A thing, but like, in, but in Delaware, it was. Yeah, so I had to get proof from the other state. She had to get arrested in, in another state <laughs> to prove it was building. No, I did not get arrested, but I had to get proof that you know the state discharged it. And it was no longer a thing. I didn't have to worry about it. Right. You know, before I could get my renewed license for the second the second time. renewal, yeah. Yeah, my second renewal in the state of Delaware, which I had already had a Delaware license. For 15 years. For 15 years. But all of a sudden, a 30-year-old yep. parking ticket yep. found you. Yep. Um, okay, so here's where the Social Security thing becomes a problem. So she says for the last 20 years, she was let go from several jobs uh, with, with given no specific reason why. And she said now she realizes because when they were running background checks, the two words they would find is oh, felony embezzlement. Oh, my God. And, um, oh, my So here's God. the good news. So, until Fox News contacted the prosecutor's office, right. now since the news contacted them, the news are saying that um, uh, they will probably dismiss it, <laughs> but she will still need to go through the process of expunging her record. So, it will be gone. Okay. And until she does that... She can't get a good job. She can't get a good place to live. Can't get a driver's she, license in her new store. Unless her dog will get repossessed because she can't have that. Yeah, you can't have and a dog. Kids, you know, because what they'll happens? take her kids and then they'll put their kids in the zoo because they have no other place to put them. <laughs> and then, right? So this poor woman yeah. has to go through all this stuff. All over that. All over that. Uh, wow. I will relate a quick story. I'll relay a quick story about how uh, it, it, it's really funny because recently our daughter was home and I had to take a work call. And uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> I had to take a work call and I was being pleasant. But when I got off the phone, it was my day off. She was home, so I took days off. And she said that she found it interesting because I sounded like I was being a real ass. In a kind way. Right. You were telling them so, where to go, how to get there yeah. with a smile on your face. So many, many, many moons ago, uh, I went to a carnival, and uh, a lo like local carnival, and the parking area that was set up for parking was full, and everybody, I mean, there were dozens of cars parked along the side of the highway, so I parked alongside the highway. Well, I got a $10 ticket. A ten dollar. I guess we all got a ten dollar ticket. Right. But I was so angry, but in a controlled way, over that ten dollar ticket. Right. Did I ever tell you this? Do you remember what I did? No. I was so angry that I hand delivered my fine to the local court. Um, I delivered the ten dollars 
in pennies, loose pennies. I put them in a manila envelope with the fine, and I taped it up with like the shipping tape, really good, so it was like nice and reinforced. And I went in and I handed it to them. There was my ten dollar fine, you know. <laughs> and so making them count, count yes, penny. waste your time since yeah. you already wasted your time right. writing tickets to all these people trying to enjoy the carnival. Nobody was right. really, we weren't blocking traffic. Everybody was just pulled off the side of the road, right. So uh, yeah, so that's that's a quick story of my my badass early life. <laughs> I was a rebel. <laughs> so there's this show on um, Netflix. Interestingly enough, Hollywood has gone all the way down here, and all the streaming services are pumping out originals left and right, movies, oh, sure. shows, yeah. series. It's crazy, right? So there's this new one that you watch called The Circle, and. You know, it's like Big Brother. We watch Big Brother each year. If we like it. Like, last year, we didn't watch it. We watched, yeah. like, one or two episodes, and we were like... But it wasn't a regular one, right? It was a celebrity. No. It was yeah, a celebrity, was celebrity, or no. There was a celebrity one we didn't watch, and this one was Returning Stars, right? No. Yeah. And we didn't watch yeah, that one either. We watched, like, one. yeah, one or two... Yeah, past All winners. of them, yeah. And we didn't watch but two episodes of that either. It's almost like you want to see the other. They're doing it again this year. Really? Hmm. What's the matter? Can't they find any any people any nobodies out there? I don't know. I mean, nobody's working anymore. They got to be able to find 18, 20 people. <laughs> but anyway, so you watch a show called The Circle, and then you know. So, and I I always, as an expression of devotion, always defer the television to you. Yes, you do. Which so, drives no, me crazy. Whatever you want to watch, darling. Whatever you want to watch, okay. darling. Right. That's my heart. <laughs> I can't speak and I can't make hand shapes either. Right. So, so this show is it's not a very good show. It, 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 it's not. It's not a very good show. I, I don't understand the premise. No one sees each other. Unless somebody is uh, voted, I'm sorry, blocked. And then you get to meet them. Uh, and then you get to find out if they're real or if they're catfish. Because apparently part of the game is not playing yourself. So you're right. not being yourself. You're being deceitful. You're lying, cheating, yeah. backstabbing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The show is cold, isolating everybody. So don't we have enough of that with COVID? All this isolation going on. And it, it's just, it's mean and cruel and when's the next episode because (laughs) it's on every Wednesday (laughs) every Wednesday is a new episode I can't stand it when's it on again (laughs) (laughs) right it's and that's that is the truth there are so many times when I start watching a series and I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it let alone if you're going to like it. Right. But or then, if you're going to get into it with me. And it really, really surprised me. Oh, it's that, called. That you got into it. Our girls call, would call that the. Um, what was that show they used to watch that I used to. Because when, like the nieces would come over, they'd all be watching that show. Yeah. What was that show? The OC, the CO. Uh, Ocean View. What the hell was the name of that show? What? I think it was called Oh One Tree Hill. Oh, remember that? They would all yeah. they'd all gather. All these teenage women would gather at our house to watch that. <clears throat> right. I had no choice. Right. 
I had no choice. No there were a hundred teenagers in my house. I couldn't 100? just. Oh my gosh. I just couldn't leave them unguarded. Did they tape your eyes open? <laughs> I bet they did. So, um, I so I had to watch his show every week, and uh, <laughs> I had to. So our girls would call. What's going on here with the circle? The One Tree Hill effect. Okay. Because they still haunt me to this day with that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching something with them, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, this sucks. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, One Tree Hill sucked too, Dad, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you were there every week. I was protecting my home from being okay. ransacked and leveled. All righty. I had to. It's yes. For the love of our family, I had I to. Gotcha. <laughs> I had to. Had to. Uh, so no, I mean, it, it's interesting because they don't get to see each other. They're isolated in these apartments. Yeah, everything happens over a closed social network, basically, uh, yeah, where is. they do chats, one-on-one chats, or yeah, group chats, or, right. or all chat. Uh, the voting takes place that way. Some of, and some things they do is anonymous. It's it's just really weird. Right. It is a weird concept, and it's hard to wrap my hands around because, especially now. And this show came out last year. Right. And if you recall, that was the largest surprise to me. That in a pandemic, where we're already being told to stay home and don't see people, you start a reality series where you're doing that. You're taking these people and putting them in an apartment. And if they want to go to the gym or the hot tub, they they have have to, I guess, I don't know, somehow they have assigned hours or whatever. So you don't run into another person. And, you know, you have the option of lying and saying you're not this person. You're someone else. You got to play this role of a fake person trying to convince the other people in this apartment complex. And trust me, there were people that did not succeed in concealing who they really were. So, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't, it's not always a, you know... A thing where they they're able to do that. So anyway, it's it, it's weird and silly and stupid, and we actually had to put an episode on pause to shoot the rest of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, as promised, folks, if you want to get involved with the Wombat of the Week, it's very simple to do. All you need to do is find uh, a news article, a viable news article of stupid people doing stupid things. Yeah. They're doing stupid things. They are stupid people, and they wound up in the news. <laughs> so you send us the link, and it gets in there. Believe me, the stack is like four inches high right now. There's not a shortage of idiots oh, trust in me. this I world. Know. I know. Not a shortage. Yep. By the way, today on the way home, speaking of wombats, there's a kid on a dirt bike, a dirt bike, not an ATV, a two-wheeled okay. dirt bike, and he's popping wheelies up and off the curb on Route 40 on the Sunset Station side. Wow. And uh, and then he just jots right out in between cars and traffic. Now, he cannot go as fast as cars. Right. Now, he's in between two cars, and then he darts, you know where you can turn into Acme? Yeah. He darts four lines over in between cars during rush hour on his dirt bike. Oh, my God. To get to the median. Wow. Anyway. That's insane. Send your story to dear old Captain Noah. No, send your <laughs> send your story of stupid people doing stupid things to us across right. Facebook at JM Talk or send it to us in an email, Joel Mahalik Radio right. at gmail dot com. Gmail dot com. As promised, I have the million dollar wombat. Oh, that of wasn't the, week. the guy. We, that wasn't the wombat. No. 
That was just, hey, while we're talking about wombats, let me oh. tell you about this wombat I just encountered today. Okay. See, it didn't make the little notepad list because it happened wow. just a just, bit ago. Just a bit ago. Wow. Yes. Um, okay. In the Knoxville area of Tennessee, okay. two women, relatives of each other, Amanda McCormick and Linda Johnson, went into a Dollar General. Wow. And got a bunch of gift cards and uh, some other things, a cart full of stuff. And when they went up to pay, McCormick tried to pay with a million dollar bill. Oh, come on. A one million, a one million dollar bill. One million dollars. Like, for real? She really tried to do this? She claimed that she received the bill, the single one million dollar bill, in the mail from a church. (laughs) But she could not provide the church information to authorities. She claimed to be using this fake money to buy items for care packages to give to the homeless. And in her shopping cart were various items, among them gift cards, to different businesses, according to police documentation. Wow. Uh, she reportedly told authorities that she had just been tagging along. Oh, Johnson, her cousin, okay. reportedly told authorities that she was just tagging along for the errands and was not aware of the $1 million bill. <laughs> so uh, That's a lie right there. You know that. Yeah. Hey, look what I got. I'm going to go in this store, make them look like idiots. Right. I got this $1 million bill. Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> 1995. That be, Here you go. I have million dollar bills that I I, I got from my dad. Oh, yes. And they're the ones yes. that have a bass fish jumping out of the water yeah. in the center. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. can, does that, should I just, you want to go to the dollar store today? <laughs> we'll just go down there and be like, hey, you got change for a mill? Right. <laughs> Luckily for the women, despite the incident's fraud by false pretenses charges, uh, they were not arrested, though the bill was confiscated and put into evidence. Um, And also, uh, the store told them that they are not welcome back anymore. Wow. Um, Now, here's a bit of trivia for anyone who's out there going, wow, I have a million dollar bill over here with a fish jumping out of the water. (laughs) The United States Department of Treasury was contacted, and they says that they've gotten many inquiries about whether a $1 million bill has ever been officially produced. Uh, though they haven't, such bills were produced as part of art series, and while they didn't violate U.S. law for making them, that's like the one with my base, right. yep. um, they're not redeemable. So it's, it. it's extremely important for future Dang. wombats out there to keep in mind that you cannot... Uh, drop one million dollar bills. Okay, MK. Oh. So that's the wombat of the week. Be sure to get your stories into us for future podcasts. All and right. with the sound of that bell upstairs, which really is the door, but it's also that time where we say goodbye to Sharon. So say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. It was nice to have you here tonight, Sharon. It was nice to have you here tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> You just call me Shar. Shar, yeah. <laughs> Your new nickname. No, it's always been my nickname. <laughs> I 
You're just new at anyway, anyway, well, thank you for being here. Oh, well, thank lovely you as for always with the glittering. Me to be here. For everybody else out there, we got one more segment to go, so don't go anywhere unless you're going to get a drink. I know I need mine, and we'll be back right after this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the show, folks. The Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And here I am, you and I, out there in podcast land, spending some time together, some quality time together. And uh, it would appear that Miss Molly is joining us as uh, she has stayed under the desk, so to speak, under the broadcast booth where she found a comfortable piece of carpet to hang out in. And now she's she's stretching because she heard her name. She knows she's she knows. This Schnauzer knows when she's being spoken of. It, it it's amazingly uncanny, uncanny how human she is. Miniature Schnauzers are like this. They are like people. Their instincts, their intelligence, and she just knows. I don't know. She just knows. Um, okay, so it's you, it's me, and uh, so as I said earlier on the program, if you're new to the show, this is the segment where yeah, sometimes I can teach you things or we'll talk about sort of more serious things, um, sometimes, not always, um, but tonight, uh, a couple of things, it discovered an interesting article talking about how, um, you know, with the pandemic narrowing down, um, movie theaters... Uh, will again play a role in this and it's it's um it's unfortunate i didn't have an opportunity to try to get a family member of mine who used to be on the old program to come on the program and talk about this but you know when the pandemic first started a lot of theaters had a, had a furlough employees shrink down some of them closed permanently some of them closed until there's light at the end of the tunnel. And it wasn't so much they couldn't get... Well, it was... Actually, I was about to say something really stupid and incorrect. I was about to say it's not because they couldn't get product to show. I mean, of course, you can get product to show. You can get old movies to show. And some theaters tried that. The problem is, and as we mentioned earlier, Hollywood stopped churning out movies because of COVID. There were restrictions for making movies or restrictions on movie sets. And so big movies weren't going to made. But what I'm confused about that, and we talked about in the second segment, is how then have streaming services just continued with their stuff? Now, one person did share an interesting uh, uh, theory with me in that a lot of their stuff was probably filmed 
prior to the pandemic shutdowns. And although, okay, I'll agree with that for things that were coming out early, mid, mid to late 2020, but what about now? There is still new seasons of series, new original movies, original content being churned out by all the, what I will call, smaller studios. Because to me, Netflix and Hulu and places like Prime turning out original stuff, I'm going to call that the smaller um, companies. How does that happen? And then, of course, a couple recent movies, Godzilla vs. Kong, hitting streaming services. Wonder Woman, hitting streaming services. You know? So that was a, uh, a risk and a deal that was struck to see how that would work. I think it worked pretty well here in the United States. But, you know, um, theaters are going to come back in some capacity. Uh, they will be more digitized than you've ever seen. Okay, if you went to a movieplex and you noticed that things were starting to get digital, this downtime for for the theaters that could do it gave them the opportunity to go full blast in digitizing their theaters. The content, the things that they they're showing you, will be in better quality because there'll be digital um, uh, downloads rather than uh, the old uh, thirty-five millimeter reel. I know this because I worked in a movie theater circuit for a while. Um, you know, plus they're going to, they're going to come back to the forefront because people are going to want them. They're going to want to get out and see a movie in a movieplex. Okay. And these movieplexes have been working on other things too. Like how can I, uh, uh, do concession with less face to face because of this whole Corona thing? Well, they're doing it to where you can order ahead of time. You know, almost like curb pickup. I mean, you can curb pickup everything from a couch to your weekly groceries anymore. And now you're going to be able to, in most cases, uh, curbside, if you will, uh, pre-order and pick up your concession on the way to the theater. They won't be tearing tickets anymore. It'll be digital. You'll just get the ticket. It's on your phone if they need to see proof you have it. You know, these kinds of things. You know, but in the end, some theaters are still going to close. You know, because these changes, whether they are mandated because of things like this, this is what I was saying all along, folks. There is no going back to normal. What the hell is normal? There is no going back to normal. We will be developing new norms. We'll be developing new normals on how we do everything. Or almost everything. Because everything is is naive. You can't you're not you can't make a new normal for everything. But you'll make we'll make new normals for most things. And if some theaters can't keep up with this, then they're probably going to continue to shut down and close. So um, so there's a lot there's a lot going on to theaters. Almost no theater company at all was left unscathed. The pandemic did a lot of damage to the entire movie industry. And I recall in a recent podcast, we talked about how the pandemic kind of uh, was the gasoline on the flame for killing the theater. Streaming services, uh, which were already growing, they the pandemic gave them that extra 
that extra niche, 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 what do you call it? I don't know. Gave them that extra boost to give reason why you didn't need the theater. We'll give you movies, we'll give you original content, and then boom. Then they put blockbusters out on HBO Max. So now you were able to see them from the comfort of your own home and see these blockbuster movies. So, in one way or another, they were all affected. Now, so that's that. So be on the lookout for the rebirth of some sort uh, of, of of the movie theaters. So... Uh, this week, um, this week Apple released iOS 14.5, which I just got two days ago on my phone. And there's a lot of reasons it was anticipated, um, the most anticipated in the last few years, because it comes up with, it has this new privacy tool. Now I want you to pay close, close attention. It's so close of an attention that I need to take a drink because I need to, let me get some wetness on my vocal cords. I wanted to give you proper sound effects. The privacy tool that they included is the app tracking transparency. Let me say that for you again. App tracking transparency. And this is the way the article puts it. Which could give us, which could give us more control over how our data is shared. You understand what I'm saying? Here's how it works. When an app wants to know or when an app wants to follow our activities to share information with third parties, such as advertisers, a window will show up, and I've seen it, on the Apple device to ask for your permission to do so. If you say no, the app must stop monitoring and sharing your data. So let's put this in perspective for a second. If you say no, then the app must stop monitoring and sharing your data. So that line tells me that, and I already knew this. I've known this. I've been preaching in different ways to be very careful about what you allow your phone to do. Don't believe me? Go back and listen to the podcasts. Go back before the Joel Mahalik show. Tech Talk Live, I've said it there. Behind the mic, we've said it there. We've been telling you for years that you have to be careful in what you allow your phone or mobile device or iPad to have access to. And you're not always going to be able to stop this. Your devices are always... There's Someone's always listening to the microphone. Unless you... Find a way to turn it off or rip it out, and then you won't be able to talk to anybody. <laughs> Someone's always listening, and I've I've already I've already told you the shoelace story uh, recently. So that means, um, by default, they can track you. And since they've added this feature, which gives you the pop-up window, that means before they really didn't give a damn about us. And we're doing it anyway. In fact, I recently put out, uh, I think for my clients, 
or it might have just been at work. As you know, I do IT all day and night. I recently put something out, a memo out, about how to uh, stop Facebook from tracking and sharing your data. Do you believe, I mean, do you even, can you believe what I'm telling you? It's on by default. Facebook, who's constantly in trouble for, for your data getting stolen and used somewhere else and sold and pawned and everything else. Facebook, by default, tracks what you're doing on other websites unless you go into your privacy settings and shut that feature off. That is sheer madness from a company who has proven time and time again that they cannot be trusted with your data. So this pop-up window might sound like a minor design tweak, but it has thrown the online advertising industry into upheaval. Most notably, what did I just say? Facebook is going on the warpath. Facebook, who I just said to you, tracks you by default unless you even know how to shut it off, is on the warpath about this change to Apple. This is Apple. I know, look, I know... I know I just said that prior to this, they were doing it. And after this, they might still find a way to do it. But what I am saying is, right now, Apple is looking like the champion, the people's champion. They're trying to do you and me and everyone a favor. Okay? And, and listen to that. Facebook has gone on the warpath. Okay? Last year... Facebook created a website and took out full-page ads in newspapers denouncing Apple's privacy feature as harmful to small businesses. Well, hey, Mark Zuckerberg, that can't include you. You're nowhere near a small business. And I'm sorry. I have no problem at all, at all, if Apple, because right now I'm very proud to have iProducts, If Apple wants to help me be less tracked and my data and my habits and what I'm doing elsewhere on my phone sold to advertisers, I'm okay with that. I say, bravo, Apple. Thank you very much. Um, A big motivator, of course, uh, with Facebook is that the privacy setting could hurt Facebook's own business. Uh, if we choose not to let Facebook track us, it will be harder for the company to see what we are shopping for or doing inside other apps. That should really scare the hell out of you. What is Facebook? What is what do they need to know we're doing in other apps? What do they need to know we're doing in games? You know, or on, on a browser? What blogs you read? What business is it of theirs? How dare them? Go on a warpath over this. How dare Mark Zuckerberg fight against your privacy, which is what he's doing? So as far as we're concerned, this is a huge step in the right direction of things. Because as Joel has always told you, we go too far too fast in technology. Too far, too fast. We've gone so far, so fast that we're allowing we're allowing things like a camera and a microphone to track what we're doing. We're allowing a mobile app 
or I'm sorry, a mobile device, track and sell what we do on apps of our choosing. So I'll say it again, as I've always said before. You should be real careful. You should go into your settings on whether you have an Android or an iPhone or a Google phone or whatever else is out there. Other than a flip phone. If you have a flip phone, please seek help. But you should go into your settings and look at your apps one by one and look at the permissions they have. Permissions meaning what on this device are they allowed to have permission to use? And you have to ask yourself, and this is why it's important to look at every single app. You have to ask yourself, why does this need access to my camera? Why does this need access to my microphone? Like, why does the flashlight app need my microphone? I understand it needs access maybe to the camera to activate the light. I can't be sure about that. I'm not a hardware developer. Just a tech consultant. But why? Say, ask yourself these questions and try to rationalize them. And don't ever be afraid to, to shut off a permission to something. If you, because if you shut something off and it's necessary for something you want to legitimately do later on, the app will tell you, hey, I need the microphone turned on. Go to settings and turn it on. And then you'll know. And then you'll know. It's real simple. But you got to look for these things. You have to look for these things. Why do these apps need access to these other things? What in my phone do these apps need? Why does this app need access to my contacts? That seems really weird. This app has nothing to do with my contacts. You have to look at this because I'm telling you, you will be very surprised to find out what these apps have permissions to do on your mobile device. Do yourself a favor. Do a security checkup like that. It'll be well worth it. And I'm gonna, it's a good thing we're at the end of the podcast because I am at the end of my voice. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to the show this week. Appreciate you downloading it and uh, being part of it. And if you have any comments or anything, remember the website is www.jmtalk.net. Uh, face, uh, TikTok and Facebook. I always want to say that in, in the right order. TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. For the counting, if you're marking it on your books, it is show 130 is in the books. So uh, we ask everybody to please be safe. Okay? Uh, enjoy yourselves and your family and your loved ones. Give everyone a hug for us. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye, everybody.